Hello and welcome to the Ready Up Podcast. This week joining me is my beautiful co-host, Brian. Oh, thank you, Karen. Thank you. And not joining us this week is Kyle. <laughs> how how dare he's betrayed he us. He has betrayed us. He said he, we were spit and he did not want any to do with us. No. He's uh, been Twitch streaming now so much he's <laughs> that's where he thinks the money is now. He's just yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, he's just like he's just doing all that streams. He's getting all those streaming <laughs> monies. All those bits. dollars, yeah. Bits dollars. Yeah, uh, this week we are talking about uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, something that I don't think Kyle watches or is a massive fan of, of the Marvel series as, as much as we are. I know he watches yeah. a lot of the movies. like, but And he doesn't like Captain America, so he's wrong on that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, so like he's completely out of it. Um, so <laughs> myself and Brian are going to talk about it. <laughs> Giant. Yeah. Um, Brian, are you are you watching or playing anything this week besides Falcon uh, and the Winter Soldier? Uh, for the first time since doing, starting this podcast, no, I am playing nothing and I am watching nothing. I, all I watched this week was Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I have been, I'm into the last two weeks of my my college year, so I have too many projects to do, and some of them are due soon, and I haven't even started them because oh. that's what all college students do, right? Oh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I, we all do. I, yeah. I remember. I remember some of my uh, college mates. Uh, literally, the day of handing in, would start typing it up. They go into the library and start like typing up their essays, and then hand it in later that day. And I'd be like, "Hey, See, that's not, I'm, I'm not that bad." Yeah, this is this is the first time I've been like you know lazy with my projects. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lazy but, uh, to me is like finishing it a week beforehand. It's <laughs> like really? I was too yeah. close. <laughs> <laughs> I leave it like a day or two I'm like okay I'm leaving it a day or two it's a bit close now yep. but yeah no, these ones are probably going to go to the wire but yeah. I'll be fine I've passed nah, everything anyway as far as I know so I'll be grand on you it's fine it's fine but yeah no I've I've watched nothing apart from Falcon and the Winter Soldier mm. and played absolutely nothing yeah. uh, what about you Karen what have you been playing and or seeing watching uh, watching I haven't really been watching anything <laughs> although uh, because Star is now on Disney I've been watching Bob's Burgers again because I fucking oh, love that I show love I absolutely Burgers. love Bob's Burgers um, I'm playing uh, I decided to download Observation on Game Pass because it was I think it's only new on Game Pass that's been on it for a while I tried it. playing okay. it right I've played maybe three hours of it and I just don't like it yeah like the concept of the game it is amazing. Amazing. It seems it. like it's going to be brilliant, but it's just, it's, it's too, I think, I think it's just too complicated and annoying because there's like parts where I was like, I, I, I got to like the part where I'm the sphere and stuff like that. And she's like, mm -hmm. go do this for me. And mm -hmm. I'm like, where is that though? And then you ask that her to respond to it. And she's just like, could you do this? And I'm like, okay, that fuck me then, right? Yeah. Yep, that happened to me too. I got lost yep. where I didn't know where to go. I'm like, okay. Uh, yeah, I just found the game. I was like, God, the concept of it's amazing. Like you yeah. play an AI in a horror situation on a yeah, space station, yeah. and you're just the AI, and you all you do is control the cameras to help the characters move yeah. around or hack computers to let them through. I actually found the concept really interesting. Yeah, the concept is brilliant. Yeah, I three really or three, or it. yeah, three or four hours in, I'm like, yeah, I'm just not having. This is just boring. I'm just not having fun with yeah, this. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> you know? I really stopped having fun. I remember the part when you're, do you know, when you do your first spacewalk and you go outside, and she's like, "Go yes. find the hull damage," and I'm like, "Where is the hull damage? Where is the hull? Yeah." 
But and you have to fly on the whole thing. Yeah. Do you know what the worst thing is? There was one part where she's like, oh, go ch- check the Russian and the Chinese arms that were broken. So I went and yeah. found them, checked them. But it didn't give me a prompt to talk about it. But because I had to first go and find a different damage on the uh-huh. hull that she never even mentioned. I was there for like an hour trying to find all the damage bits. I was like, no. Yep. There's numerous I, times where I was like, I don't know where I'm going or what I'm doing. Yep. It's, I'm, it's, ca- I'm just not having fun with this yeah, game. It's just yeah, a real shame because it's something yeah. different. Yeah, the yeah, concept yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so looking forward. And it's yeah. space horror, which is my favorite kind of sp- Yeah. If I was to pick horror, which I don't like horror, as we've said many times. Sci-fi horror like, is... Sci-fi would be the one I go to. Yeah. Like Advent Horizon. Oh, hands down one of the greatest what a, what a great masterpiece movie movies ever. What a great movie that is. I'm but, yeah. still waiting for the day they like remake that or turn it into a game or something. Oh. But, yeah. they, did re- they did make it into a game. It was called Dead Space. No, <laughs> alien isolation. <laughs> alien isolation. Oh, Every sci-fi horror. <laughs> Every sci-fi horror. But yeah, we should also yeah. say, what are we drinking? Nothing. Uh, I'm Ishka. I finished my water. <laughs> so yeah, I, I got not... this before we started, and I'm almost finished now already. Yeah. Yeah, it's good old Ishka. Drink, stay hydrated. It's important no. in these fine you weather know, people. Yeah. You know, I was gonna go and make myself an old-fashioned, but I was like, nah, I'm, I'm just going to. It's also like. 4.30 yeah it's, yeah it's uh, pretty early I know we're Irish and everything but a little too early <laughs> yeah it's, it's gonna yeah because I know if I start drinking now I'll just start like I'll have a few and then I'll just be tired and I'll go to bed early <laughs> so, exactly. so I'll just, well I'll get one later it's fine later fine so shall we jump into absolutely Falcon and Soldier right so straight uh, first off give give me your overall opinion of it overall opinion mm. I liked it it's not great mm. it's not the best thing Marvel have ever done I did enjoy elements of it there's parts of it I really like characters yeah. I really liked but then there's other aspects of it that I just, not that I didn't like him it's just that it didn't do anything for me yeah uh, like we'll, we'll get into it but uh, overall the show I, I'd give it like a six out of ten it's it's fine yeah it's like six episodes you sit down you watch them that's it yeah you know you don't need to put a lot of time into anything and uh, it's it's parts it's, of it yeah just didn't work yeah you yeah. um i i i was talking to someone about this last night and i kind of put it as a way of it's a roller coaster of you know good bad, bad. good yeah. you know it's bad yeah I kind of I completely agree it's like I would probably give it a 6 out of 10 as well-ish um, mm. there's a lot of it that they do well like there's small bits scattered around that are done really well there's a lot mm. of stuff that's done really poorly that's not developed um, doesn't need mm-hmm. to be there or should have been better developed yeah they kind absolutely. of and specifically one thing I don't like is they've kind of I don't like what the, what they're doing with Sharon character yeah, I'm very conflicted on Sharon. Yeah, Carter. like or I think she will, she will do a fantastic job of it because she is a fantastic actress. Mm-hmm. Um, Emily Van Camp, isn't it? Emily Van Camp, yeah. Yeah, um, she's brilliant to Sharon. Um, but I just don't like the spin they're going for. Uh, Daniel Bruhl is amazing yeah. as always. Probably um, the best part of it. Yeah, he stole every um, scene he was in. Absolutely, and even just uh, Anthony Mackie and. Um, Sebastian Stan. Sebastian Stan. Um, okay. Absolutely amazing. Flawless yeah. acting. I thought everything oh. they were doing in it was amazing, but 
it was like they were trying to prop up a rotting pier. They, that is exactly that. It the, the two of them carried that whole show. Their backs yeah. must be incredibly sore. <laughs> They're so sore. <laughs> yeah. They need they need yeah. a good misuse. Uh, so what we'll do is we'll start off with what we liked, and then okay. we'll move yeah. on to what we didn't like, and then yeah. maybe stuff we were kind of conflicted with. conflicted on. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'll start with what I liked. Uh, just going off that. Uh, Bucky and Sam are mm. th- uh, hands down the best part of it. Yeah. Or, sorry, sorry. Zemo is the best part of it. Zemo is the best part. Of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but uh, as a whole, uh, as a whole, yeah. Sam and Bucky, I loved their friendship. Their their yeah, kind of like yeah, we're friends, but we're just gonna keep button heads a little bit and like you know, I lo- I love- not afraid to take the piss out of each other, which yeah. is a very Irish. Uh, relationship yeah. I got <laughs> I think it's um, hilarious uh, do you know the part it's I think it's this the penultimate episode where they're hmm. kind of they have that little banter at the end where they're like we're not friends we're just two guys yeah. that happen yeah. to have a mutual uh, friend and now we're yeah. team <laughs> <laughs> it was like we're not friends yeah. no we're co-workers no we're not co-workers we're two guys that had a mutual friend and now that friend's gone <laughs> yeah the whole legacy thing to to uh, <laughs> to deal with yeah. but uh yeah anthony mackie i'll give it to him i i've seen him in a few things and like mm. i i think he's an absolutely fine actor but i really thought there's a whole lot of scenes in this where he really yeah had to act and he did yeah. a really good job of it. specifically any scene with uh isaiah bradley mm. uh he like he could really see anthony mackie kind of brought his a game with this and i really mm. i really liked a lot of those scenes um and I like that they, they got his character. They didn't change his character in any kind of way either because you can no. see, especially when he was talking with uh, Carly Morgenthal, who's the, the villain of the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when he gets to meet her and he in the few scenes where he meets her, he doesn't immediately go to fighting. He's yeah. more of a, he's more of a, let's talk about our issues and let's talk this true mm, kind of yeah. thing to see if he could disarm her essentially, which I liked because that goes back to how we met him in, in Winter Soldier. He's yeah. uh uh, and our medic, uh, not medical, a military therapist of therapist, sorts. Yeah. You know, he runs that kind yeah, of for, like a, for veterans. Yeah, yeah. So I, I really like that they called that back. I think it was kind of a nice, uh, it's a nice juxtaposition as well because there's a scene in, God, is it, I think it's uh, Civil War where uh, there's a, a part where uh, Captain America is on top of the dam and um, Falcon comes in and talking to him, and he's like, "But what if he's too far gone? You just have to kind of put him down." You're talking about Zemo, yeah. and Cap and uh, Cap is just like, "No, I have to give him a chance," kind of thing. Mm-hmm. While it's kind of turned the table, that like that kind of you know now it's like when someone turned, I think it was uh, Walker turned around, and he's like, mm-hmm. "You can't reason with her," and he's like, "Now he's in the position of Cap," yeah, and he's like. I say Cap because it's like an inside joke. <laughs> you know what I mean? Captain America. Um, Captain America. Yeah. Um, there is, um, it kind of has that like nice juxtaposition where like Sam's kind of evolved into like mm-hmm. that even pre before he's given the mantle of uh, Captain America. Spoiler. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, he, we should he, say he is kind of developing into it. <laughs> I mean, everything we talk about is a spoiler yeah. really. There is that nice kind of play where like he is developed into like this kind of person where he's like, no, let's see if we can help them first before just like mm-hmm. punching yeah. ask question later. I, I really like that. And I really like Bucky's character. Mm. Uh, I, I love uh, showing him coming off of, you know, 
being the Winter Soldier mm, yeah. and having to deal with everything that he's done. I like this book yeah. that he has, which is the yeah. same book that Steve, Steve has yeah. in Winter Soldier. Yeah. Uh, of all the names of the people that he's wronged. And I, I really liked his storyline with the old um, Asian ge- yeah, uh, yeah. Ge- uh, gentleman with the... He murdered his son. And yeah. he was like in New York taking care of this old man because he killed I really like that story I wish, wish we had seen a few more scenes of that I, yeah yeah um, because while I really liked Bucky's overall character in this I kind of I've, my one gripe I can go into the bad side when we get into that is that he didn't really have a lot to do no, no. <laughs> other than I'm around to just punch things yeah which... and I find I find that that's the thing that's the biggest thing they've fallen flat on the whole entire series is mm-hmm. no one is developed Mm-hmm. in a character and even the the person who is the most developed uh would either be sam or john uh john walker, john walker. yeah um but even I then think, yeah neither are developed to the to the, the kind of what you would expect them to be especially yeah. because like we we're in ireland uh we don't have the same standard of um racism that is still today in mm-hmm. america so mm-hmm. I think in the position that uh, the new show, like the series did, it was very much trying to, you know, drive that mm-hmm. force. And Sam's character and Anthony Mackie obviously had a lot kind of on their shoulders to kind of yeah. push that message. Yeah. I think that was probably one of the only things that was developed in the series well mm-hmm. for Sam's character. Yeah. That was it. There was nothing really kind of else that was developed outside no, it of it. Was, yeah, no one's really developed. Yeah, Sam's probably the most developed character. Yeah. And when you think about it, yeah, it is his It is his arc. It's his It's his show. It's, it, it it's is called Falcon show. and the Winter, yeah. but really everything to do with it is about him. Sam, yeah, it's his family, you know. You know. His family, him not um, taking up the shield immediately. Mm. And then it's his journey that he has to go and become Captain America. Yeah. But that's one thing you did hit on is the... the, the um, the topic of racism in it. When I when I first started watching the show, I had, I didn't watch any trailers. I didn't know anything. I had no idea going into the, what the show was about. Uh, and I remember it's the second episode where they first meet Isaiah Bradley, uh, and they have that scene, and they they has, has that amazing scene. I just everything with Isaiah Bradley in this was just absolutely fantastic. I, I I can't I'm unbelieve. not sure the name of the actor, but Jesus Christ, no, he was I'm, amazing. He is I like will, I will look it up because he deserves it. Yeah, in a total of maybe 10 minutes on screen for the whole entire season. And he was probably one of the strongest characters Absolutely. on that whole thing. I was uh, Carol Lumley. Lum- yeah. Lumley. Yeah. Um, I've, see, I've seen him in a couple of things as well before. Yeah, yeah, same, yeah. So he's a pretty well-knowish name, actually, mm-hmm. now that I, I hear the name. But uh, he deserves all the recognition for that. He was fantastic. Mm-hmm. But in episode two, then have, they have that scene, and it shows you just how awful, awful... Uh, um, black people were treated in america even back in the, the 50s and 60s mm. uh and his whole story and then after, it has a scene right after that uh where sam and bucky are argue, arguing in the street and the cops arrive and it's the whole typical oh is this man bothering you sir of course yeah. the cop says that to the bucky i remember when i first watched it i didn't like it because uh again specifically for me and you i can say anyway okay like we're fairly clued into what to the world you know yeah, <laughs> yeah and we 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 see this happening day in whoop, sorry to lie we don't see it happening yeah. we, we live here in Ireland we're, we're fine but like in America and 
this happened and my first reaction was I don't like it because the Marvel movies always play it safe mm. and they don't push any boundaries and they don't bring in any heavy topics not really anyway yeah, um, yeah, yeah and then I was like okay you're bringing into this and like I see this online and I hear about it from friends who live in America and all. I see I hear it too much I don't want to brought into my shows uh, but then as the show continued I was fully on board for it yeah, yeah. every single thing with Isaiah Bradley yeah Gold. I think it's I think it's one of those things uh, because Isaiah Bradley was brought into the Captain America arc. I know it wasn't mm-hmm. exactly a massively popular storyline because a lot of people found that it shit on Captain America. Yeah, red, white, um, and black. It was called back in yeah. the two thousands. Um, and that's that's fine. Like, um, and obviously that's what they were trying to go for. Like, and I, I it's not kind of a matter of like they're trying to shit on Captain America and what he stands oh, no. for. It's like no, no, no. You know, it is a matter of, like, there is a fact, uh, you know, even in, uh, you know, the First World War, there would have been black regiments that weren't even given weapons, you know, to fight. Yep. You know, throughout the years, the, like, of different, there are just specifically black regiments that are, like, you know, they would have fought over in the Second World War, come yep. back, and still would have been treated like shit, you know? Exactly. Um, like, it's, it's yeah, not, thought- it, it is, it is one of those things that, it's, I thought when that episode happened, it was like you have one instance and then you're bringing a further second instance and I'm like, that's, See, that's two I, right beside I, each other. Yeah, me too. That's why. Yeah. Because they happened right after each other. I was like, all right, you're hammering. Yeah. You're, you're kind of like, you're a bit on the nose now. You are. Yeah. Now I understand why they did it. They were like, look at, Absolutely. It's, it's Isaiah Bradley saying, look what they did to me. Mm. And then right after you have the scene and then you're like, oh, look, this Gives stuff evidence, is still yeah. happening. Gives and I get it. I do. It. I just thought maybe if they maybe separated those scenes a bit. Yeah, it would have been... Maybe have that a little yeah. either later in the show or yeah. later in the, the episode. Mm. Just just that one specific part of the show, just happening right after each other, I just thought it was a little on the nose. Yeah. I suppose uh, especially in America, uh, the way everything is kind of going on, and especially with mm-hmm. the major trials kind of going on at the moment mm-hmm. for like either priest Black brutality Black. or priest, uh, police uh, murdering and stuff like that. Um, I I think Falcon and the Winter Soldier is kind of it come it's come out at the time where it needs to address it, and it did yeah. it did do it well, and especially the whole uh, the the speech kind of Anthony Mackie has at the end. That was a fantastic accepting speech. the role as Captain America, and you know, like there was that part where Isaiah Isaiah turns around to him and he's like, "No self-respecting black man would uh, mm-hmm. take the mantle of Captain America," mm-hmm. and Sam at the end of that speech is like. I he I think he said like something he was uh, he's like he's fed up of having to like why wouldn't I take this yeah. you know yeah it's, um, uh, that speech was that speech was fantastic that was fantastic. a great written, yeah. that was great written speech there. <laughs> I think um, there was like you know that was because the last episode I, I I didn't I didn't particularly enjoy it I think there no, was maybe the last like, episode isn't great yeah there was it's maybe part, two or yeah. three things that were amazing out of that episode mm-hmm. and that speech was one of them yeah yeah. The, uh, the suit and that speech is the best yep. thing about the last episode absolutely yeah that we'll get into that speaking of things I liked Sam's uh, Captain America suit is amazing Isn't it's it? fucking amazing <laughs> it's, it's so good so good looking <laughs> so good <laughs> oh my god you know, the, I love it do you know what I kind of because it was essentially given the, to him from the Wakandans Mm-hmm. And I was kind of expecting it to look closer towards the same fabric that was used for the Black yeah. Panther suit. But it seems more closer to the fabric that 
is also used, I suppose, in the comic, but it seems more mm. closer to the actual original Captain America. It does. It looks like fabric. It's, it's American military yeah. clothing, I guess you could say. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, like, I that love was the colors, the, 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 the white and the blue, and the, even the... Gu- the I can gush yeah. about the suit for hours, I call it. The suit looks Absolutely. Really Absolutely. And, um, and I love how he uses these new wings, though. Yeah. Like, when the helicopter's crashing, he put the wings down above it and then puts the shield up. Oh, yeah, and the shield up. Create, like, that a dome fantastic. around himself. Because yeah. those wings, you got to remember that. The wings are made of vibranium. Yeah. Nothing's breaking those wings, unless you're like, Thanos with an Infinity Gauntlet, because he breaks Cap shield. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and then... Um, Oh, when he's uh, when Carly Morgenthau is like pushing back in, and he plants them in the back, yeah, into in, the, in back, the ground yeah. to like steady himself. Loved it. I loved it. Um, yeah, God, I could gush for hours about his yeah, suit. Absolutely so good looking. <laughs> so good looking, and how he uses the the, the shield and all with it when he throws. Ah, yeah, amazing. Yeah. Love it. Love it. I th- I, it's one of the the things we were saying last night when I was kind of talking about it is that <clears throat> beforehand we would kind of like if. Chris Evans came out and he was like, oh, I'm coming back as Captain America. Everyone would be like, oh, Jesus Christ, yes, brilliant. Yeah. Can't wait for that. After seeing uh, Anthony Mackie as, as uh, now the mm. new Captain America, I'm just like, mm, your time's over, Chris. Just let Anthony I, <laughs> I, I have always said, uh, Chris Evans, if you're watching this, which you know yeah. you're not. Oh, yeah. you but I love you, Chris Evans, if you are. I love you. You're yeah. fucking amazing. I love you. Don't come back. Don't come back. The be- <laughs> Don't yeah. come back. You're not allowed to come back. Yeah. The um, best ending you have you could ever possibly give Captain America was given yeah. to him and was Endgame. already given to him. Yeah. Having you come back in any any regard regards will kind of just dilute your your ending so just yeah. don't come back Chris Absolutely. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, Kevin Feige as well if you're listening to stop yeah. Yeah. I know there, there was a part in the, <laughs> I, I saw the other day there was that had been rumours that Chris Evans was working on a Captain America mm-hmm. project but it's not Captain America 4 so no. I can only imagine that might be one of the what if cartoons that, that that's what I'm might, thinking that would be cool I think that would I'm be think, cool. I'm thinking it might be a what if story yeah. like, like would it be great to see Chris Evans back of course it would of course like, yeah, it would yeah. completely dilute and, ru- and for me it would ruin his, his ending that he already yeah. got in Endgame so you know I'm conflicted on it you know I'd yeah. love to see him back but yeah. at the same time no but, yeah. uh, uh, what else did I like in the show which was a lot when I think about it yeah, um, uh, sir. I, like again, look. Um, some of the characters, you know, Zemo, Daniel Brew was absolutely amazing. Oh, let's talk uh, about Zemo. Yeah, let's talk we about could Zemo. absolutely let's go into Zemo because <laughs> he's in for what three episodes? I think. Uh, yes, yeah. three, four, five. Yeah. Um, first two episodes are kind of like the first episode are fairly lackluster. Second episode, the show it's a slow burner. Yeah, it's a slow the burner. The whole show is As, a slow burner. But, yeah. As soon as uh, Danny Brew comes into it, it's everything's like, this is brilliant now. <laughs> like, how does he have such. I don't know. That man, even when he's in. Um, um, Glorious Bastards. He, is he in Glorious Bastards? Yes. He is the Did soldier that kills everyone. He's the sniper in the tower, and they make the movie after him. And he's trying to. He um, is. Yeah, he's trying to win the hand of uh yes the woman God. in it i can't remember her name he just blew my yeah, mind he is but he <laughs> is amazing in that absolutely fantastic but his his chemistry on screen with not only sebastian stan and anthony mackie but just 
with himself <laughs> it's just he's he so takes good. over everything you he, you're hanging on everything he's just yeah. saying and doing everything oh, it's, it's amazing he, command, he commands every scene he, he is, does as, he absolutely as does yeah. In the industry. yeah i re- i love zemo i thought zemo was a great um, villain back in civil war because yeah. he was like i'm a simple man i can't take on the avengers but i can manipulate them into killing each other mm. i love that idea um yeah. And I loved in this show that they really explored his entire, his philosophy of like, yeah, superhero, superhumans shouldn't exist. Yeah. Like, they don't need to exist. Imagine what the world would be like if more of them existed. Yeah. And uh, I did like that he paid a compliment to Steve Rogers. Because mm. they, they say um, the super soldier serum, it enhances every ability, every aspect of your personality. So if you're a bit of a dickhead, you become a absolute dickhead mm. um where captain america is the only person to ever take the serum and become and be completely the same guy yeah and he i like that he paid compliment to him saying like ah there's there's only ever been one captain one steve rogers i did yeah, like that yeah um which is it's you know it's always it is nice like kind of thing you know because he is yeah, so he has just such this like there's parts where he uh there was one of the parts where he, I think it was the the episode when they were in the container and they were like looking at the lab and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And like he has such hatred towards the serum that he like, you know, yep. at the instant that he has the chance, he kills the scientist because yep. he made it. Yeah, he he sticks to his philosophy and his gut, yeah. his conviction the entire show. And that's one thing I really yep. liked is that he... um When he, he shoots Carly later on and, and she drops the, the super sword, he looks at it. And there's that little moment of, oh, he could take it himself. Yeah. But he's like, no, smashes it. The, the funny thing he, is, I, I I thought he was going to, because obviously in the comics, mm. Zemo does have enhanced strength and enhanced he abilities strength, and stuff. Because yeah. um, like Zemo in the comics doesn't have the same philosophy as in the, the mm. movies. The movies is like a fresh kind of spin on Zemo, which, which is I really, really like. cool. Um, and I like that kind of thing where he's just kind of a human taking on what he believes mm-hmm. and yeah. i kind of thought like he was going to take the serum to become more like the comic style the comic book zemo i kind of like that they didn't um, i'm very happy they didn't yeah yeah it, it worked way it, it would have been a weird like switch for his character because the whole show the whole episodes he's in he's like no superheroes or superhumans are bad can't have them what's yeah. the point and then he gets it himself that's a bit of a ah you're a bit um yeah but just kind of hypocrite there and put, yeah. like you're not at all yeah. like you are like you stick to your convictions of superheroes bad let's yeah. get rid of yeah. it <laughs> yeah and um i like i think the best scene in the entire show let's face it is him, is him dancing absolutely he's Just dancing absolutely <laughs> giving it socks <laughs> yeah it started the uh release the zemo cut because uh he did a Daniel Brühl did a, an interview after the episode and he said, "Oh yeah, no, we recorded way more of that dance <laughs> yeah. and started the hashtag uh, release the Zemo cut." <laughs> and they did eventually release a Zemo cut. Yeah, they have the extra dance scenes. I, yeah, you know, the, I, I, like off topic, but I hate this whole like hashtag release this release, whatever yeah, uh, cut. I'm like, John, you know and the one thing that one of them that really annoys me is release the uh, James Ayer uh, Suicide Squad. Oh, Suicide Squad. And I'm like, don't. The film was atrocious. Yeah. And Just everyone, like, I know like a lot of people were like, you know, um, Jared Leto was like, oh, there was more scenes cut for my Joker thing. And they were supposed to be better. Don't and like, care. I don't want to see him. He's, <laughs> I don't he's care. a terrible Joker. Absolutely yeah. god awful. 
anyone who disagrees with me can fight me. I was like, yeah. Then I know a few people who will fight you then. Oh yeah, they can, uh, absolutely. I remember arguing with someone who's never read a comic book in their life and they were like, oh, it's really good to see like Joker as a thug, as like a gangster. And I'm like, no, because Joker is not a villain for thuggery. He doesn't go around as like a gangster or like a thug kind of doing things for greater gain or like he's just a menace he does things why because he can it's just most of the times joker is just doing shit just to prove Mm -hmm. that people can be just as bad as him like you know in the killing joke uh kind of story iron he just doesn't that's jim gordon yeah it's only like it's only like later on in the series you know like when endgame comes into it um Mm -hmm. and like dead of the family and stuff like that that's only kind of when the joker starts becoming massively you know psycho where he's just like do you know the part where he like beats the shit out of harley Yep. And I'm like, I know he yep. beats Hardy beforehand, but he gives her like a backhand. He's like, you know, fuck yeah. off, Hardy. No, this one he the, beats the living <laughs> shit out of her. It's like the, he yeah. really goes full brutal at that point. Yeah. Um, Speaking of which, I, it's just like yeah. Michael. Uh, Scott Snyder's like Batman run is one of my favorite runs of Batman. Mm. So much. Mm. But anyway, back to back, back to back to <laughs> and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I, I'm not. I don't think there's anything else you can say about Daniel Bruhl and mm. Baron Zemo. He was, he was great. I was really worried they were going to kill him, that John Walker was going to kill him. Yeah. And I was really hoping they didn't, but uh, they did not. And yeah. I think that they are setting up uh, either he, Dark Avengers or Thunderbolts. It definitely looks like I, Thunderbolts. Yeah, I think they're probably kind of go for either like Dark Avengers, especially with John Walker being... Um, yeah. John Walker being the uh, US agent. Yeah, US, US agent, agent yeah. sorry. And then... They have Zemo then who who uh, runs the Thunderbolts, so I think yeah. they might kind of make them into two, probably. Yeah, or, maybe, yeah. yeah. But, um, but uh, that's something we can talk about at the end yeah. of the show. Um, How fantastic was that scene, actually, with um, the Wakandans coming in? Oh, man. Fighting John Walker. Uh, talk about and... a surprise. I did not think we would yeah. see the Wakandans in this. Yeah, that was amazing. Uh, yeah, I did not think we'd see the Wakandans uh, because when they when uh, Bucky was chasing those little balls, I was like, "Yeah, I I completely am I forgot to about know? them." Yeah, I was like, "Am I supposed to know?" <laughs> like I seen online, yeah. like, "Oh, and he picked up the balls from Black Panther." I'm like, "Oh, I did not even realize that." I didn't. I didn't cop onto it straight away. Now, as soon yeah. as I saw uh, when he came and he was talking to the Wakandan, I was like, "Oh shit, yeah, those balls! Him. I remember them because um, yeah, they had yeah. the necklaces and stuff like that." Uh... But beforehand, I was like, "What's that?" <laughs> see if see if I can find her name because it's rude not to know her name. Ao, that's Ao. Ao, that was a yeah, fantastic fight. So I I, cause I, can, I forgot about Zemo being kind of wanted by the Wakandans because he yeah. brought the UN killing yeah. uh, to Chaka, um, and then yeah that that scene where they come in and beat the ever loving it's, it's probably the only fight scene in the actual show I liked. Yeah, uh, was, yeah, was there was the, yeah there was very few scenes that i i liked in terms yeah, of like the yeah, fight yeah. scenes i thought they were very yeah. i thought like when you when you think about it and you look at bucky um who has years and years of training and is also on the super soldier serum mm-hmm. he gets his ass handed to him a lot throughout the series yeah he, you really forget that he has a super soldier serum inside yeah because <laughs> in the show. Like, you're kind of just like oh he has a metal arm that's it and i'm like oh wait no he has the super soldier but he, he gets his ass handed really. to him yeah, yeah. and I'm like really you're, you're trained to fight these people and he's not like that in the likes of you know 
I know, obviously, under the persona of Winter Soldier, he probably remembers, but it's not like he f- he's forgotten how to fight or he's forgotten those years of training. He remembers yeah. all his Winter Soldier years. So yeah. he knows, he still knows his training. He knows all these cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah that is what, again, I could talk about in, in the bad side, but I think... I love the Bucky's character, but they really just it, underused him so yeah, much. In this very show. much so, very much. Um, I do yeah, love, the, the f- I, I do love his kind of presence on screen as well. Like, because it's nice to kind of get Bucky from the Captain America First Avenger. Yeah, man. Actual you know, normal Bucky. Yeah, yeah, normal Bucky. You know, <laughs> where he's he's kind of like cheeky and yeah. playful, but like serious when he wants to be. It's it's yeah, it like great. my. My favorite line he has in the show where it's like, it's the second episode, or first episode, I think. First episode, where uh, they're talking about, wi- uh, it's like, we're either fighting wizards, robots, or, or androids or something. <laughs> yeah. So I have a feeling they might be a part of the big three. What big three? The big three. What big three? Androids, aliens, and wizards. That's not a thing. That, that's definitely a thing. No, it's not. So every time we fight, we fight one of the three. So who are you fighting now, Gandalf? How do you know about Gandalf? I read The Hobbit in 1937 when it first came out. So you see my point? No, I don't. And uh, he's like, what do you, uh, but, uh, Sam says to him, how do you know about Wizards? He's like, I read The Hobbit in 1937 <laughs> when it came out. When it came out. <laughs> I was like, what a, what a dude. What a great line. <laughs> do you know what I love, actually? There's the part where um, uh, Bucky goes to Sam's house and he meets his sister. And he oh, like, yeah. Hey, <laughs> pull on flirting with his sister. He's like, yeah, he's hey, like, I'm booking. He's like, oh, okay. you're, you're an outstay as long as you're not hitting my sister. As long as like, you're not hitting my sister. Yeah. yeah. He kind of gives this cheeky smile. I'm like, I yeah. love that. Yeah. I, I, did, I, I love that. Uh, I also saw, like, this show, it's a slow burner, and not mm. a lot really happens in it. Um, Like, the fight action scenes, I personally didn't really enjoy many of them. Yeah. Uh, But, like, any scene where it was just two people talking. Like there's mm. lengthy scenes of just two of Bucky and Sam just yeah. talking. I thought they were the best. Yeah, the best scenes of the show. My my um, actual my favorite episode of the whole entire season was when Sam and Bucky stay at his home and yeah, the, the they're like Sam's kind of like training and stuff. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. my favorite episode because yeah. it's just uh, a very personal episode. Yeah. Uh, but, but do I have anything else that I liked? I probably do. I do like Sarah. Uh, Sarah Carter. Sarah's character was good. It. Yeah. Oh, Sharon Carter. You mean? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Sharon. Yes. Yeah. Well, see, Sarah is the name of Sam's sister. That's how you got. Yes, yourself. that's it. Sorry. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Sharon Carter was good. Sharon is. is um, yeah, I think I would I, probably put her into my mixed pile because I don't was, know where you're going with her. But yeah. yeah, she was also very underused. I thought the episode mm-hmm. that they had in the third episode where they meet. Sharon and um, Mandra in, in, in Madripoor, which um, I love that they brought in Madripoor, but yeah, like, from the comics. That's obviously that, that was a that was a really good introduction to her, and she was fantastic in that whole episode. And mm-hmm. she's fantastic on on screen throughout mm-hmm. her episodes, but she's very very underused. I thought yeah. she was going to be like a predominant character, and yeah, I, as much I as I love too. her and I I love the actress playing her, I thought she's flawless. I'm just like you are. Mm-hmm sorely underusing someone who is clearly yeah. fantastic on screen you know if, if if i may i don't know if we'll go full-time into it now but if i may go into things i didn't like is i didn't like the whole subplot with the power broker didn't like that the only reason i didn't like it is because it, it's so obvious that it's sharon straight away <laughs> i was like that's sharon do not, and yeah. i was like straight away i don't like this yeah you know? i was like what is why is sharon carter the the 
But from the comics, he's like, again, a power broker of, yeah. like, uh, of great renown. But I'm like, why are they making Sharon Carter the power broker? Yeah. Um, I, like, I, like, I get the whole idea of, like, yeah, she was kind of forgotten and tossed away by the side. So she might hold a yeah. grudge. But for yeah, someone she does. Who, who literally gave up her life to for Cap and Sam mm-hmm. to just kind of turn on them... Like yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't it's know if she's going to be a villain. I don't know, she, well, she's not. I don't think she's going to be a villain or anything. But it's just, <laughs> I just didn't like that plot because every scene I'm in, and they're like, "Oh, the power broker." I'm like, "So it's you." Yeah, it's you. So, 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 so it's you. Yeah, it's like stop, yeah. stop trying you to mean, hide this yeah, thing. It's, like, it's you. <laughs> it's like, oh, we need to make sure we don't meet the power broker. You mean you? You mean yeah? That's, that's exactly you. what I was thinking. <laughs> to every episode. Like, yeah. So you then? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's that's I. I liked the idea of the power broker, but when it was like, oh, it's Sharon Carter. Yeah, it's... Uh, I don't want to see her character being brought that way. I want to see her character being brought in, you know, a heroic... Agent Agent 13 is predominantly a heroic character in the comic, so I'm curious. At the end, we can... Because at the end, we're going to do a bit of speculation of where this Mm. can go now, so we need to talk about who she was on the phone to. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine it's know. just maybe just her contacts, like I have back a theory. in I've, Magic I've 4, a th- maybe. I have a theory. You'll hear it at the end. Okay. I can't wait to see how wrong I am about this. <laughs> 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 um, what else bad things did I not like in it? Uh, I don't like um, the... <laughs> just, just the entire villainy i don't the flag like smashers the, the flag smashers i don't they were like bad, man. i don't like uh carly i thought Didn't she, like carly Morgan she was a she was a good actress fine actress she did what she could with a terrible storyline it wasn't developed yeah. they were just there it wasn't they took things they were there they were just there to fight they were just there as an enemy to fight i will genuinely say yeah, I did. I did not. I genuinely would say up until even I could say even the last episode, I was still very unclear of what your goals actually are. Yeah, what is of. it you're actually yeah. wanting? Yeah, there was no at no point. They want the world to go back to how it was during the blip. Yeah. Okay. Why? Okay. How? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so there is possibly a reason for why they were underdeveloped or they weren't great. But we can talk about that. Yeah, in a okay. Bit. But uh. Uh, yeah, I I just found her very. Um, she talked about change, and she talked about you know, uh, we need the world to go back to the way it was, and all of that. And they're like, "How are you doing it? Oh, I'm just gonna blow up things." Yeah, I'm but that, gonna, that's I I kind of th- like, I think wow. that it's like it's one of those things of um, to create kind of like a good villain, you have to give them you know a reason for them to kind you of have to be make like them sympathetic. Yeah. Not it's not even like yeah. There's like you have to make them sympathetic, and you have to kind of make them feel like they're doing that. Like Thanos, for example, he's doing what mass do you, genocide because he firmly believes it's the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do. But and you can Carly, kind of see it. Huh? Carly is just like, oh, I'm doing. I'm like saving. I'm uh, taking all this medicine. I'm taking all this food mm-hmm. for people who need it and deserve it. And then she just goes and blows up a building and the one the fella's like, but there were people in there and he, she's like, oh, I'm not letting anyone stop me. And I'm like, but you got away with the stuff. Why would you blow it up after? It made, it just makes no it sense. It didn't make any sense. It, it made just, no sense. And it kind of tried to make her 
a villain being like, yeah. oh, this, this is the person who's bad. You're supposed to feel that she's the bad person. Yeah. And I'm like, but you don't make me actually Care. enjoy her being a bad <laughs> yeah. person. I'm like, you yeah, know? and there's even times when she was talking where I'm like, I don't think you believe what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, half the times, yeah. <laughs> you know, Yeah, I was like, I don't, you're not selling this idea yeah. to me at all. Um, there's a... I think yeah. one of the things they kind of fell flat on as well is that for the whole time and the, the, the whole fight scene in the last episode between her and Sam where Sam just will not fight her. He won't fight back at it. Yeah. And she's like hitting in anger saying, why aren't you fighting back? Fight back, yeah. And then when she gets the gun, she's obviously going to shoot him. Yeah. Uh, I, I, like if, if, if uh, Sharon hadn't killed her or shot her, I don't know if mm. she's dead. She would have pulled that. And it was quite obvious that she was kind of questioning it and then went to go pull it. Yeah, yeah. It would have been much better at that point to have it finally... Because Sam has been throughout the the series trying to get through to her. Mm -hmm. It would have been much better for her to really falter and go to drop the gun and then Sharon shoot her. Yeah. Instead, because it's one of those things that would have put sam's efforts into more of a light rather than yeah he put he put effort into it and it kind of just led to nothing if it kind of you would have seen something come out of it like some fruition come out of it it would have made it a little stronger yeah or having even her drop the gun and just be arrested yeah kind of would have made more sense that she realized that she was wrong that's where i thought the show was going i thought it was going that way but uh no and then she says her dying words are i'm sorry yeah and i'm like are you yeah <laughs> like I'm is like, that it, i'm sorry is that sorry i'm sorry is that supposed to make me the viewer feel bad yeah. for her because of, she's done everything to do the show and given me no reason yeah. not to feel bad for her but like it would and, and again it would have made more sense for her to have went to drop the gun gotten shot and then said i'm sorry because yeah it's kind of clashes she was about to shoot sam and then she got shot and, de- and then said sorry it's like yeah that doesn't make sense it doesn't like you're saying sorry now because you're dying i'm like yeah. but you were about to shoot me a second ago so yeah. I, it just, like, I just it, thought it was very, I thought uh, yeah. a lot of that series was very underdeveloped yeah. and wasn't taught out well. Absolutely. And then, it, and then the rest of the smag, fl- 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 not smag flashers. The smag flashers. <laughs> the flag smashers. <laughs> then they were just generic man number one, generic yeah. man number two, generic woman number one, and generic woman number two. And yeah. then, but there was the one guy who looked like Steve Aoki, and that's the only guy. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, he seemed to be like even, the main even, fella. And the funny thing about it is that even after Carly blew up the, uh, I can't, it was like the the outpost or whatever. Yeah, it was like the of, yeah. I can't even, uh, Romania, I think they were. Even he was like, "Whoa, what are you doing?" And then she said something, whatever. And then everyone just continued yeah. to follow her. And then they have there's that scene and even the last episode. The, yeah, yeah. And there's a scene then. I think it's the fourth episode. I think it is where then everyone's looking at the news of them blowing up the building. Yeah. And they're all like, "Oh no, I can't believe we done this." And then they still just continue they're to follow continue. Carrie anyway. Yeah. I'm like, what is? What is there's this? like on that that ep- part in the last episode where she's like, "Go do this," and they're kind of all looking to each other, and yeah, she's like, like oh. then she re- re- she repeats their motto, and then they're like, "Okay, yeah," yeah and continue to do it. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, just, I'm like, what guys? What are you doing? Not having makes sense. one of them, yeah, having one of them specifically, the Steve Aoki guy. I can't remember. I don't think we're ever actually given his name in the show. Um, I think we kind him, of are, but it's like it's are we? never oh. really brought up, you know. Yeah, like having him, uh, even having him just switch sides at the end yeah like, no, this is the wrong thing yeah. to do yeah. you could have done a few other a few more things now yeah 
I, I have read up, uh, there is a reason why their story might be uh, underdeveloped. Apparently they had to rewrite and reshoot a, a lot of scenes for the Flag Smashers last year mm. because uh, the original story was uh, they were going to create a virus that was going to kill a whole lot of people ah. uh, and they release it and it kills a few people and all that kind of stuff. So then Marvel were like, halfway to a global pandemic, we're going to rewrite. That's why there is a handful of scenes uh, that you can go back and look at where it's very clearly they've 80 yard in different lines because uh, they show like characters from behind in really weird ways it's like oh you're talking you're talking and then you're behind them and then the ADR in a different line yeah, yeah. Uh, so you can tell that they went in after after the fact and recut and re-edit, re redone a few things now that could be a reason why it doesn't really gel as well maybe but it's still that's unfortunately not what we got <laughs> yeah you know? I, so. I just think the whole i think there was a lot of great things they did at, about the series it, mm-hmm. you know i could i could name and kind of be in and like i would mention the last one is my wild card of brilliance okay. you know i i think the developing of and even then like sam and bucky aren't actually developed as characters they're they're not given the the development mm-hmm. they need or deserve mm-hmm. Um, their on screen is great you know uh, some of the the fight scenes are good not all of them kind of thing it's just fell flat Zemo is amazing Sharon mm. character amazing um, and like even just the episodes where Zemo's in it those are the three mm. best episodes I think the strongest episodes I would say so yeah um, but then there's just a, like the biggest biggest hole in the whole thing is and that really holds the, the the whole series down is just a mass underdevelopment of basically everything mm-hmm. you know and i i think yeah. the the biggest successful thing they've done with the whole series and bring it back to what we said earlier is the whole representation of uh black people of america yeah that I... is the probably the most and obviously again saying it from coming from someone who is white and in ireland we're mm-hmm. still not like that like we're we can't really understand that no. you no. know and, and i'm like, like i'm i can't say for anyone in america who is is black mm-hmm. to whether it means anything for them but like can you like just remember how much of an impact black panther had yeah. on Crazy. every it, w- it will happen again soon when yeah in the next f- in the next few months probably yeah. or, and then when cap 4 comes out because mm. uh you have a black captain america yeah. and i fucking love it i'm all here i'm Absolutely, all here for yeah. it <laughs> yeah yeah um but yeah it, it's, a, it's it's easy for us to say oh my god that story was so good and so impactful and everything what isaiah bradley was so good yeah we don't know from what i'm seeing yeah. online it has had a very major uh, effect i hope it mm. does and I that's really good do. it um, is good i i i, yeah. I hope because to me that was the most successful thing they've driven absolutely the i series. would have watched this show if this show was just about sam bucky isaiah bradley and john walker Mm. They had to somehow made that a story. And I thought that, the yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah, that would, that would have been amazing. Great. Yeah, that would have been amazing. I would have loved it. And as uh, you just mentioned, mentioned my massive wild card because I hated him when I first saw him was John Walker. Wild card, bitches. <laughs> John Walker. John Walker. I hated uh, him the moment I saw him on screen. I was like, "What the fuck is that?" You know. 
And even just like the episodes building up to him and I'm just like, he's so annoying. He's terrible. Yeah. He's awful. Mm-hmm. Why? You just make mm-hmm. me hate him even mm-hmm. more. And just the, because of the fact where he falters and absolutely caves in some lad's head, uh, kind of goes what, on this streak amazing of scene. mentality. Yeah. And then yeah. his whole redemption arc. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. His character was the most, I, I think, was the most developed bar. Um, Sam. Yeah. Sam. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I absolutely love him. By the end of it, I was just like, he's probably my, my favorite new introduction to the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. I I am putting John Walker into my, my mixed feelings mm. thing about because of how they ended his story. Because... Um, I, I will agree. I, I thought Wyatt Russell did such a great job of portraying mm. someone who you just want to punch in the face. Absolutely. So much. Yeah. But um, but I, I at the start, when they're, when they're showing him, like, getting ready in the locker room and showing him getting ready for a speech and everything like mm. that, I was like, okay, okay. I can I can kind of maybe get with it, get on board with this guy. And, like, immediately it's like, oh, no, this guy's terrible. Yeah, he's, um, it's like... It, it, yeah, he does an amazing as you said it is an amazing because he portrays the character perfectly when you have a character that portrays their their character so well that you want to punch them you it's like them it's, the, it's the same at Lena Headey in Game of Thrones you hated her when you, you when you do such a good job where you hate that person that's when you yeah. you, you know you're a good actor yeah. or actress he, he he did such a great job of especially showing his descent into madness for yeah like, kind of like term. yeah yeah um now i knew going in because i've read the comics for years i knew going in john walker becomes is u.s agent and yeah. u.s agent is a villain he's not a good guy he's a bad guy he's an awful person mm. <laughs> um uh so i went into this thinking okay we're gonna see him slowly progress into being u.s agent and you know we kind of did we've seen going back to what we said earlier the fight scene uh between the um oh god i can't remember their names there's a specific name on uh, the fighters from Wakanda, and I can't remember it now. Oh yeah, uh, we're Shit, prepared for this. Uh, anyway, yeah, between between Bucky, Cap, or Bucky, John Walker. Um, I can't remember John Walker's friend who gets killed. God, I think uh, we're prepared it, for this, uh, folks. Hold on, um, Lamar. Lamar and was absolutely brilliant. Battlestar. He was great. Battlestar, I like. Yeah. I loved him. He was great. I, I thought he um, was actually the better, uh, even from the start, the first half when I hated John mm-hmm. Walker. I thought he was the better of them. Yeah. Could you imagine if he, they, he had just been kept on? That would have been, been to mm, see yeah. his friend go into insanity. Yeah, but Brilliant. unfortunately, he took the place of uh, in the comics. John Walker's parents are murdered, and that mm. triggers him, and that's it. It's all over. He's a villain from then on. In this, they made it be his best friend, which is perfectly fair. Um. I did like the scene. I, I actually liked John Walker a lot up until the last episode. Um, uh, I liked the scene when he's fighting the Wakandans and he, he's getting picked up off the floor and he's like, they weren't even super, yeah, they weren't even yeah, super soldiers. They were just people yeah. and guys ass handed to him. Yeah. And I liked watching his slow descent because in multiple episodes you can see it or he just like gets, gets angry for no reason. Yeah. He's having a conversation with Sam and Bucky and then he's like, okay, one last thing, stay the fuck out of my way. He doesn't yeah. He's like, stay out of my way. I was like, okay, you can see it there and it's like it's starting and then there's a few episodes yeah. even when they're in Romania where his hand, you can't see, if you, it happens in the background but you see him and his hand is like shaking. Shaking, yeah. Or he, or he twitches a few times. 
There is and, like, uh, you, you can see this like mass paranoia where it's like, because I yeah. suppose when you're given the mantle of literally Captain America and he fully accepts that he's Captain America, yeah. which is like this massive kind of cockiness, I suppose, where you're just yeah. like, oh, I am Captain America. It was given to me rather than to when earning it. Discharged. You know? Yeah, he was yeah, like, so, I am Captain America. Yeah, so everything yeah. he was saying is like, you do this because I am Captain America yeah. rather than uh, like... So I think because of that, where like, and even that that fight scene when he was fighting the Wakandans, where it just like absolutely shook him, where he was just like, these were He's people like, that didn't have powers, and they absolutely oh handed yeah. my ass to me. And then he and then he takes the super soldier serum, which again elevates every part of you, as mm. I said earlier on. And he was already a paranoid, clearly. Uh, definitely he seemed to be at least I read it anyway he was, he, was, he was having some kind of PTSD from some kind of mm. he, we knew he was a war veteran anyway so he could have so I was just been bam he took the serum that was it and then he kills the, uh, he kills the guy um, which is such a great scene because that so shot that, good. that wide shot then of just the blood on the shield yeah. and you're like this is Captain America mm. everything that stands for good and justice in the world and he's straight up murdered the guy God, what would Steve say about that and that's that's and, uh, a play on the scene of um, in Civil War where uh, mm -hmm. Steve is bashing Steve into Iron Man's chest, it, and he just breaks the so he breaks the thing, so uh, he can't move his suit. Awesome, yeah. Tony can't move his suit. And then um, arc I, I felt bad for the guy, huh? Arc reactor. Oh, the, the arc reactor. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I felt bad for the guy that he killed because he was the guy earlier on in that episode. It was like, oh, I was a huge fan of Captain America. And yeah. My grandfather tell me stories about Captain America in the war and everything like that, and then he's the one who gets killed. Like, imagine that. You you idolize this man and then that's how you die. You just see yeah. the fucking shield come down. That's, that was a really good scene. Um, and then John Walker has the ceremony. He goes a bit crazy. And they have that fight, Bucky, between Bucky and Sam. And then he's discharged. And then he, the end of the fifth episode, he's there making his own shield. Because yeah. I'm like, oh, here we go. It's US agent time. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and then he shows up in the last episode. And like he's after Carly Morgenthal, of course he she killed he, he, Lamar, of course he is. But then he has them team up with Bucky and Sam, and yeah, he's given that choice of like, oh, the the hostages are gonna fall or chase Carly, uh, uh, Carly Morgan, Carly, and he chooses to go after Carly, or he chooses to go after the hostage side. Mm. And then he works with Bucky and he coaches Link Abraham Lincoln, and then he gets recruited at the very end, and and yeah. he is U.S. agent at the end. I'm like. No, you were supposed to be a villain the entire time. Why yeah. are you making him I, be a good guy I, now? I think they're still going to turn that into a villain thing. Um, but this was the time to do it. You are you showed you killing a guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, now, people's live streamed it and shit. I was like, wow. I do like the the redemption arc because even though I I even though I disliked him at the start and I thought he was just a pompous mm. prick. It was still like I. You could still kind of get that sense of like he was doing it to service country, and he was proud of the fact he was oh, helping yeah. people. Absolutely. So I I like that redemption arc at the end where yeah. he's like he kind of saw people in struggle and he needed to go and help them. Yeah. I like that redemption arc. Yes, again, like U.S. agent will be a villain. I I still think he, that's going to be like he's going to be full on villain later on. I'd say. Which makes his redemption arc pointless. <laughs> Like, what's the point of having that? Yeah, yeah, but like... Uh, why, in why not just have him end as the villainous yeah. US agent and then set that up for season two or cap four or whatever we're going to do next? I mean, again, it's not the first time Marvel has changed whether someone oh, is a villain not. or a hero where, absolutely you know, not. previous people have been villains, they made a hero. Mm -hmm. 
previous people before that were um, heroes that were made villains kind of thing. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's not the first time Marvel has done that, especially like Agents of Shield, one of their like before all the net uh, the the Disney Plus series that was their fantastic you know, show. I don't watch it. It's Absolutely. not canon, but it's amazing. Fuck that! It is canon up to a point. I will not <laughs> up accept to, like, that. Season it's not five. Canon. Yeah, <laughs> up until they go but to space, amazing. I think it's it splits off as canon. Yeah, amazing show. Um, but I, I, I think that's watch the cat. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I think that was always going to be supposed to be canon, but I think it was too because then. of certain things where they were like, "Oh, we're not going to have crossovers anymore." The way they used to have a, a tour dark world mm-hmm. and stuff like that. When yeah. I stopped doing that because obviously it was too hard. They kind of pushed it to- away. Um, but do watch that. Agents of Shield is fantastic. Probably one of my Such favorite long run shows. Such a good show. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, John Walker. I'm very mixed. I thought this was your villain arc going down, going yeah. down, going down. It's like um, oh, I can't remember his name now. In uh, oh um, I can't remember his name. Uh, he was the villain in the first season of Jessica Jones. Uh, oh, uh, he kept taking all the drugs. Who keeps Remember? taking the drugs? He kept taking. He kept taking these drugs that made him like super strong and paranoid and stuff. And in the comics, oh he's a, yes, a, a, yes, a American um, flag on his face. Yes, uh, that is. I can't remember his name. It was the policeman. Um, yeah, he was a cop. I can't remember his name now. But anyway, yeah, that character. It's a long time since Jessica Jones. Uh, uh, but yeah, I thought he was going to be like that. Slowly, slowly. That's your arc. That's your. You're in the show to have that arc of you're yeah. going to be the villain and then go into the season. So I would put John Walker into the mixed pile for me up until the last episode because he was. I love it. everything to do with him. I hated him all the way up to end the season or uh, the fifth episode. Mm. And then he went and became a villain for. For me personally, I did like that part, but mm. uh, yeah. Mm. Uh, only other thing I was a bad thing, I as I kind of already mentioned, kind of hated most of the action scenes in the show. They were mm. edited. I'm not. I'm not going to be this guy and be like, "Oh, they were edited badly." Just because I study film, <laughs> I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be that guy because editing's fucking hard. All right, <laughs> I'm not going to be that. Very guy. hard. Editing is hard. To be fair. Um, I, it, yeah, Brian. Brian studies film. I um, I, do. I edit as well. Um, mm-hmm. You also studied film. What are you talking I, about? I did. I studied film, not to the extent that you're studying film, but I did study film, and I study it in my uh, spare time as well. Mm-hmm. So we 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 kind of come from a point of where we understand the process of editing. Yeah. Um, and when you kind of and it's happened to me ever since I studied film, I analyze films different than I used to. Yeah. When I'm it's the first thing, it's the first thing you're taught. Yeah. So the first thing you're taught when you go into a film college or anything, uh, it's like you're never going to look at anything the same yeah. way again. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's one of the main reasons why I don't like Age of Ultron uh, because it's mm. too fast that you can't focus on anything. Yeah. Marvel has, like, Marvel's editing has gotten better since, you know, uh, Age of Ultron. Like, if you look at the Avengers, um, Endgame, and Infinity mm. War, they are prime examples of amazing, amazing editing. Yeah, man. Uh, not only to like build up tension, but you know, just being able to bring massive focus to whatever they're kind of trying to portray on screen. Amazing, mm-hmm. especially their fight scenes. Like the Thanos fight scene in Endgame is probably one of the greatest Dude. fight scenes. So good. Ever, uh, you know, so good. the the moment of you know Cap throwing the hammer and getting it back. That's like, you know, I think it's maybe like four shots. It's one of the, 
It's one of the best cinematic scenes. Yeah. I'm saying that right now. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's. I'm maybe a bit like of a movie snob here, and I know yeah. Marvel movies are not like classic. You wouldn't say they're, oh, like, they're not. They're not cinema. Endgame. The last <laughs> you know? like half an hour of end, yeah. like hour of Endgame is this. Sorry. When you when you break down uh, Marvel movies, I know it's it's one of those things of like oh it's uh, and it's, it brings it back to the Scorsese argument of like Marvel are, are just they're not movies. Yeah, he's wrong. He, I, like, yeah, I, I, I like Scorsese movies. Scorsese's but he's my wrong. like second favorite director yeah. of all time. He, but he's wrong. About yeah, that. He's, he's massively wrong. Uh, they, there's massive dedication put into uh, the oh. making of all of the marvel films and just because it's there for an entertainment value does not mean it's any less of um a movie because all the these end of movies the day, are made by like 17 different people like story wise yeah. and also and they don't push the boat out on any particular topic and they're just yeah by the books movies that's not a bad thing yeah it's not a bad, not thing. A bad thing you know sometimes it, it's absolutely perfect for it to do they that. are it's... perfectly f- movies that you used to escape reality yeah it's gonna it that's it you know yeah yeah it's just, Harking back to what I said, where when they start bringing in the Black Lives Matter stuff into it, even though it's a cause that I'm very much uh, in favor of and and I support, I was like, oh, I don't want it in my Marvel show, in my mm. Marvel stuff, because I just need something to escape a lot. It's yeah, it's it's, and I yeah. I would completely agree. Where it's one of those things, I I have a complete conflicting opinion about bringing um, social topics into films that i enjoy mm. the likes of doctor who i didn't like the last season of doctor who because and this no. is no absolutely no uh critique on um jodie whittaker she's Jody fantastic whittaker. yeah she, she's fantastic my god was she an amazing doctor absolutely she's amazing doctor. let down by an absolute bad writing team but the fact that you're trying to bring in social topics into every single episode and having a massive mm-hmm. monologue at the end to drive in that point. Yeah. Um, people don't <laughs> want to see that. Doctor Who especially yeah. was like, and I, uh, Doctor Who has always tackled social topics throughout this seri- mm-hmm. uh, the, the years, but it's never been the forefront of the episode. It's kind of just drips and drabs and it allows people to think and let it sits in their mind. That's the perfect way to do it where people can sit there think about it and ponder and enjoy that but when you have something that's punching you like a concrete ball in the face mm-hmm. people don't want to enjoy that um i don't like that either but also i i believe that um as a medium as successful as television or movies are and even in terms of music and art mm-hmm. it, i i think it's one of those things that if you are if you are famous or if you can reach a mass audience, you kind of have a certain responsibility in order to yeah, absolutely show certain messages to people and, and support social issues that are happening at that point. Mm-hmm. It just depends on how you do it. Yeah. And it's a very, very fine line. It's now, yeah, yeah. That you walk doing that. Also I just realized our point was, oh, I didn't like the action scenes and then we somehow went actually, to all yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> no, all of a sudden we won't go too far on it, but action scenes I wasn't a fan of. It was mm-hmm. uh it was dumb it was it was like Paul Greengrass. They were trying to emulate Paul Greengrass who did the Bourne movies of everything shaky cam. Yeah. And it, it cuts a lot and uh you cannot see and it's so fast yeah. you can't see what's actually happening. And I've i I love the Bourne movies. I love movies that use shaky cam and kind of fast editing to kind of rack up tension and, and everything like that, but this I couldn't I couldn't see what was happening. Mm. <laughs> I, was that, like, I don't that, know who's yeah. fighting who, like what I don't know, did this did Bucky get punched there or did yeah. Bucky throw the punch there? I can't 
tell who's doing and, what. And that's so, why Age yeah. of Ultron suffered because you're, mm-hmm. you, there was so much shaky cam and action happening at one point. You you didn't know what to look at. I got a headache watching that movie, yeah. but it is. And I I like shake. I understand shaky cam can add to the effect of Ooh. like you know sporadic running action. Mm-hmm. It does work. But I really Absolutely. think, you know, Hollywood is overusing the whole shaky cam. Hmm. We invented like steady cam for a reason, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's a so steady like, cam for a reason. Like just, there's only one fight scene in that that I actually liked watching because I could see what was happening. And that mm. was the uh, Wakandans versus John Walker yeah, and, that, yeah. Uh, in Boom. Also, props to Baron Zemo. Just, I'm going to see this happen fight. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to... Bye-bye. Just like talking and, about some fight scenes that like stick out to me are done really well and they have absolutely no shaky cam it's all steady mm. as one is old boy the original old boy where it's all that side scroll ah, fight scene amazing Inspired. and one scene that the only scene i've ever seen that reminds me of that old boy fight scene i know what you're gonna say so yeah. yeah and is probably one of my top all-time favorite fight scenes ever is the daredevil corridor scene it's from season one i think yeah. it's like the third episode yeah and so good a fight scene that i would say 90 percent of that fight scene you don't see what's actually happening it's just literally the camera co- following him down the corridor yeah. and he's just getting chipped from one room to the other for yeah. that <laughs> for that scene to be probably one of the best and most memorable fight scenes for a lot of people that I would know, and anyone who's seen that fight scene has com- mm-hmm. complimented that so much. That's astounding. Like, to that's have great. a fight scene that has, like, 10% fighting and still being amazing, that's how you do a yeah. good fight scene. So good. That 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 one stood... I remember watching that for the first time. I was like, yeah. how did you do this? Like, yeah. it's, it's all in one take as well. It's yeah. Try- love it. I love uh, one take. That's why I love oh, old I love boy. Old boy spawned hall-based combat. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, yeah. Do we have anything else good, bad, or mixed to say about the show before we go into a little bit of speculation? Mm. I don't think so. I think I, we kind of already said. I, I think my major flaw with the whole show is just the pacing and, and the underdevelopment of a lot of things. A lot of characters, you know, Same. just having a lack of actual villain presence. It's just it's just there to be there kind of thing. Uh, yeah, for me, uh, overall the show, it's it's a very fun, enjoyable show. It's only six episodes, mm. so and most episodes are only 45 minutes long, 50 minutes. Recommend it to watch, if especially if you like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Fire away, yeah. it just carries on, and uh, carries on what was done in those movies, and it's going to show us what we're going to do in the next phase of movies or, mm. or whatever they're doing. I mean, Loki, uh, Loki's next. Loki's next, Loki, which I very much look forward to. I'm looking forward um, to Loki, yeah. yeah. I have no idea thing, what they're going to do with it. I have no idea. Yeah. yeah. One thing I will say about the show is that and uh, WandaVision didn't touch on it. We still need to do a WandaVision episode. Absolutely, we do. We, do. <laughs> we need to do a WandaVision. Yeah. Um, one thing I do, I did like about the show, and even though you don't see much of it, I like that they touch on it, and then I like the in Spider-Man Homecoming as well, is that I like that they can do so much with about the blip now and mm-hmm. how the blip affected the world yeah. and how the world is after the blip. It it opens up a huge amount of uh, potential storytelling they have yeah. going forward in other shows and other movies, mm. which um, so I'm very looking forward to seeing that. I remember we were talking about WandaVision. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not even sure if it was on like po- one of the podcasts, if I left it in or not, but we were talking about WandaVision and 
WandaVision's the first one to really actually tackle the blip. While the rest of them... Yeah. Oh, wait, the, there is the blip in that, sorry. Yeah, so, like, um, Far From Home does deal with it, but it doesn't show the aftermath. The, there's kind of only one little call of, like, I remember they're on the airport, and he's like, oh, I'm 21. It's like, and MJ's <laughs> like, oh, no, he was part of the blip, he's not, kind of thing. And that's kind of yeah. one of the only really tasks that's brought forward to it. There's not, mm-hmm. there's no real aftermath or, or downfall yeah. from the blip. And one division at the very... Um, it's not the very start, but it's the very start of uh, Monica Rambeau's episode where it shows her coming back from the hospital coming and back. everyone's coming scene. back. That's, yeah, it's amazing. But that was the first time we actually saw the aftermath Anything. of the blip yeah. and how, yeah, like, okay. yeah. That, I mean, that, I would that watch... Could have been, that could have yeah. been a scene in, like, a horror movie. It was so tense. Yeah, if I would watch a show, a, Mar- a, a Marvel show, if they... It doesn't have to be about any hero. It can just be regular people, but a show set in that world when the blip when everyone came back and just yeah. the absolute the, even just the days after the chaos that mm. is involved yeah uh, I'd love to see something like that so I think they can do that something. Yeah. so the blip is giving them a lot of room for something yeah. but like it does it does do it well in the Falcon the Winter Soldier where it does mm-hmm. show like yeah because the amount of people that are now refugees just for, for the fact they have no houses to go back they have to no houses, you know? yeah there's no people living in the houses that they you know blipped back into it's yeah like, yeah you yeah so uh yeah i think they can tackle some really cool stuff with that i hope they do yeah uh yeah so we'll go on to speculation now mm. just one or two little bits of speculation first off i'll ask you where do you think steve rogers is is he alive is he dead where is steve? um one of the things that really pissed me off um, about Endgame is the, the Steve Rogers time travel. And, and the one of the more annoying things is the fact that the Russo brothers have said that it's an alternate reality that Steve went to and traveled back into. Obviously, he can do that because he is the tracker bracelet and the mm-hmm. travel thing. But that wouldn't make sense because if he did pop into it, surely someone would have noticed a man appearing on their travel device you know they would have known that mm-hmm. so but the writers on the other hand have said that when they were were writing or the, the i think it was the the script writers they had said that mm-hmm. it's the same universe that he just mm-hmm. traveled back and he is aged forward it depends who wants to be right i think the russo brothers kind of said that because yeah. they needed something to say i'm not sure if they ever intended to have that when Endgame yeah. kind of came out and people were questioning it. They just said, oh, that's kind of something we didn't really look at, you know, kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, So I, I'm i kind of under the opinion that Steve is... Pro- and I remember we talked about this before Falcon and mm-hmm. the Soldier started. We saw a glimpse of a traitor with Sam in the suit. And we were like, mm-hmm. oh, is he just going to be... At the start of it, will he be uh, at Steve's funeral? Mm-hmm. And that, I think that would have been nice. I, I think that... If it's the matter if it's the same universe, Steve's dead. If it's the matter of a alternate ra- reality, then Steve has gone back to his own universe. Mm. Well, his alternate universe that he went and was mm. with uh, Peggy with. Yeah. Which also I... uh, also made me think, in our universe, Peggy died of Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. Um, which would have been when Captain America 2 came out, Winter Soldier. So that was what? Yes. yeah so peggy in his universe if suffered the same fate which i can only imagine maybe did Hmm. has been dead for years to 
yeah. Captain America to Steve because what it's twenty twenty two when that twenty five five yeah yeah so he she's been dead for ten years almost or mm-hmm. been over like so yeah it's just a bit it's weird honestly I never <laughs> because I was confused at the end of Endgame as well because it doesn't. And then there was the, the writers and the director saying two different things. So I, yeah. eventually what I did in my head, you know what? I don't care. Don't care. <laughs> yeah. It happened. Yeah, okay. It happened at <laughs> Yeah, It was the a Russo nice ending, have, just leave it. It was Exactly. It was a nice ending. I don't need to work out the, the yeah. details of it. Um, the Russos have said that there, there is something else to do with Steve Rogers that they want to explore. I don't yeah, know what that is. Yeah, which is... No one knows what it is. They have never said yeah. anything. That, they literally said that like in the weeks after Endgame. So we don't know what that means. Yeah. Maybe they were actually hinting at Falcon the Winter Soldier. I don't know. Maybe. Um, as I said, I hope we don't see Steve again. If we do, I don't mind if it's like... Old man Remember, Steve. He, had, he, he had to bring back the stones and put yeah. them back in, the t- in where they all had to be. I would absolutely if, love if to see a, that as a series. Yeah, if it's if it's a, a series or like... Uh, yeah, make it a series of every episode he's going back to yeah. put the stones back. Because that way then Steve gets to meet um, Red Skull again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he has to put the, yeah. the soul stone back on Voromir. <laughs> so like, that would be great. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's... See, I don't mind if we see Steve again if it doesn't happen past Endgame. If you get yeah. Endgame. So anything up to Endgame, that's fine. Yeah, if it doesn't bring uh, back past Endgame, I'm fine with it. Yeah, thing. Where, where I think Steve is in, in, in terms of Falcon, which shows her now, I think Steve is just chilling out. I think he's just doing an Isaiah Bradley in a yeah. cabin somewhere, just chilling out. I don't like the idea of Steve being dead. That makes me yeah, sad. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of what it's saying. Because, like, Becky... Uh, sorry. Bucky does... Or Sam says, actually, that... Mm-hmm. No, it is Bucky, isn't it? Where he's just like, Steve's gone. He's not coming yeah. back. He's Bucky's gone. Bucky's just like, Steve's, he's gone, he's not coming back. Yeah. We don't know what that means. Yeah. But look, and I hope... Just like, you know, it, it, it's just there. one of those things that is probably one of the worst things they probably thought of doing in, in the, the Reacher Brothers when they were like brought into that thing, because it also brings into the questioning of when the, the ancient one, when she's like, when you remove a stone from the timeline, it, oh. it creates a branch. But does that mean if I create an alternate timeline when the stones are still in place, does that create a branch or does it create a branch that doesn't affect what like, yeah. It, that shit that plays it. I, I, hate I that. don't know. Look, hey, put it this way: we might get the answer in Loki because we're gonna go to the TVA, the Time yeah. Variant Agency, which are all about keeping the timelines the yeah, same. Yeah, so. but that's quite literally, obviously, an alternate reality because Loki's dead in errors. True. So it's uh, but he's not though because they went back in time, and then Loki caught the Tesseract and teleported away. Yeah, so that's created an alternate reality because so Loki, that's created an alternate reality. Yeah. yeah, and then I think I I, I <laughs> let's talk about Loki for a second. I know nothing about Loki. I've seen one trailer, the one the first one that came out like last year. I know there's a new one out. I don't want to look at it. I'm yeah. already gonna watch it. You don't need to sell me with trailers. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> I think I think what I think the show is it's Loki going through different timelines, taking care of different versions of himself. Maybe and by taking care, I mean fucking killing. <laughs> yes other versions of himself that's why because there's rumors that lady loki's in it so i think you might Ooh. see that yeah uh that'd be fun mm. we'll see i don't know i'm very much looking for it i love tom house tom hiddleston love loki yep. amazing let's see how it goes um my only issue with that so my one issue with loki is back to loki for a second <laughs> um everyone's like oh i can't wait to watch loki the new loki show uh he's so fun and you know he's you know he was great in uh in pragnarok i'm like mm-hmm he was this Loki isn't that Loki. Yeah. <laughs> this Loki is the Loki from the first Avengers who's yeah. a fucking asshole. 
So yeah, so like, he, he hasn't gone they, through his, yeah. you know, bro. He hasn't he hasn't gone through that transformation. So you know? it basically is like, remember all that great character development he had? Doesn't have it anymore. Fuck it, he doesn't have it anymore. So I'm interested to see if they will just ignore that and just make him the, the Loki from I don't know. I don't in know. Loki, I don't know. We'll see. But anyway, looking forward. So um, we will say last thing now: speculation of very end scene, the after credit scene of Captain America and the Winter Soldier. I really like. Yeah, the name I love that for the last part. Yeah. Um, who is Sharon Carter talking to? Mm. See, at I'm, the very end. As I, I said, I have a theory. Yeah. Oh, well, I, 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 look, I'm under the opinion that it's just one of the people back in, like, her power broker, Madripoor, and she's just like, oh, we're going to get so many secrets to be selling, shit like that. Now, I don't know, it could be, it could be a way for them to bring maybe Ames into it, because she was talking about weapons. Aim uh, might be a good That choice. could be a good one. And especially the fact that there is the MODOK uh, new series. Is the MODOK, yeah. Which I yeah. don't know if that, the MODOK show is that, not That's going to be, you know, that, that's like a but, comedy series. Yeah. But looking at the trailer for it, that looks amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah. What, <laughs> what's it? Pat and Oswald? Uh, Patton Oswalt. Patton Oswalt's playing. Uh, we got John He's amazing. playing Iron Love Man. Him. Yeah, it's, amazing. It's um, um, I, think, I think Aim is a good choice because I didn't even know until like yesterday that they're making a, TV, a show from, from Marvel, Disney. Mm-hmm. Uh, called Armor Wars and it's going to star Rhodey about yeah. all of Iron Man not Iron Man's tech but weapons being spread across yeah. the world and all this so, oh, like, which is going to be Aim. great because by god do I love Rhodey as a character he's also Rhodey's a great. completely odd I love when he character. showed up in the first episode of, the, of this act of Falcon yeah yeah, American, it, yeah. Recall that. okay speculation okay paint me call it here folks for anyone who listens this can't wait to be wrong on this alright I think all right, I did very much doubt. <laughs> I think that Sharon Carter, the power broker, Agent Thirteen, whatever you want to call her. See, I'm eking this out now for tension. You are really building this up. Right now. <laughs> uh, I think she was talking to Norman Osborn because, and I have two bits yeah. of evidence for this, <laughs> and a very weak evidence. Okay. Okay. She chose that uh, the the she hired Batrock mm. to bring weapons to Carly Morgenthau. Also, Batrock, we never talked about him. Yeah, Hope yeah. He's not dead. Hope he's not like, dead. I like Batrock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, nice little, nice it was little very weird cameo. How they shot that. Cool. It was like you, you see, you hear the gunshot, you hear him fall, and you just see his head. Yeah. So I'm like, anyway, sorry. <laughs> she hired Batrock to give weapons to Carly Morgenthau. They used those weapons in the GRC meeting, and those weapons were green. Yeah. Yeah. And they Green. were very close to the balls that he used. And uses they were anyway. very close to the spherical yeah. balls that we know he has in the comics yeah. and in the early Spider-Man movies. Okay. Second bit of evidence that this one's shaggy at best. <laughs> Sharon Carter absolutely eviscerates a guy in the last episode by melting him with mercury. Yeah. Which is a chemical. Damn. And then she said, oh, it's also a mix of other chemicals. Who mixes chemicals to make their grenades? Yeah. Green Goblin. Mm-hmm. What color were the grenades? Green Goblin. Or yeah. green. green. I think goblin. it was Norman Osborn. Yeah. Do, like, to be fair, <laughs> I am waiting. To be wrong on that one. <laughs> I don't know. I. At the end of the day, like, look, we have. And I think the, one of the better things that Marvel has done is by using some of the underused villains for um, Spider Man. Yep. 
Mysterion and uh, Vulture. Mysterion, man. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, absolutely fantastic choices. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, there are two villains in Spider-Man universe that everyone wants and everyone will always want is Norman Osborn as Green Goblin, maybe Harry as well as Green Goblin, mm. and then Doc Ock. I, I didn't really like Harry's. Norman Osborn was always better. Yeah. And then I, will, I, will, Doc Ock. I will add one more villain to that that I really want to see, but keep going. Yeah, no, that that yeah, Norman Osborn, Doc Ock. I, I they're they're the two most you know iconic. I'd love to see a Marvel version of those two, like MCU. Because but that's have, the thing in, done, in the like, I've never said they've done great villains. But, yeah, like they're really knocked it out of the park with Mysterio. Yeah. Oh great. yeah. But that's the um, thing for the next Spider-Man movie. Uh, they've already said that um, they're coming Alfred back. Alfred Molina for is back. He, yeah, he actually he did is an interview a, about it this week. Yeah, and, and about um. Tends yeah, to be so a very is, different character. So is Willem Dafoe. He's also coming back for... Is he confirmed to be back? I think he's confirmed for Norman. I don't know if they're bringing hey. back a Green Goblin. Okay, okay, okay. Look, but that's going to be amazing. Norman's coming back. Yeah, it's like, bring, and, give and also, me a, a good... No, but uh, like... And the funny thing is, we were talking about this last night, and they put it perfectly, was that they essentially, in the original Sam Raimi's, and I love Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, it's one of my favorite mm. films, it's cheesy as fuck it's when you look so back fun. at it. But they essentially gave us a Green Goblin Power Ranger. It's like, the, he's just a Power Ranger Green Goblin. And I'm like, you know, Willem Dafoe already looked... He has that nice facial structure where you're like, you could really accentuate that into making mm-hmm. him look Green Goblin-like. And it would be amazing. I uh, He was the best choice they could have picked for him. He was fantastic yeah. in, those, in those three movies. Two movies? Two? I don't think he, talk, I don't, I don't he, think he shows them the third one. No. But uh, I, I think if, if William Dafoe is confirmed for No Way Home, yeah, No Way Home, yeah. uh, of course he's going to be Green Goblin because they're already, building, they're already building the Sinister Six. We have Vulture. Yeah. You got Mysterio. You got Electro. Shocker. You got Doc Ock back. You have I mean, Shocker on, as well yeah. in it. But I'm not sure Shocker. if they'll ever bring him into Sinister Six though. Yeah. So, like, you know, it. oh, I'll, oh, wait, no. Uh, I was about to say something, and then it was like, no, that actually spoils the video game. And it's not even the video, it's Miles Morales, the video game. <laughs> Do not talk like, ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played it yet. <laughs> yeah, oh boy. <laughs> I'm going to spoil that. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think if he's confirmed, he has to be playing. It, they're building mm. up a Sinister Six, essentially. And then yeah, they I, are, yeah. Like, And they keep denying it, but come on. Yeah. Andrew Garfield and Tommy McGuire are back as well. Yeah, they're keep denying it, but... No, they're back. They're totally back. Uh, but yeah, that would so, be good. Yeah, I, I want, I do want the, the introduction of more Spider-Man characters into the Marvel universe. Same, um, obviously, same. there is still that massive kind of gray area between Sony and Marvel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Although they recently hit a deal this week. Actually, did, to, yeah, they did. Um, get the movies, so, get their, get the Sony movies on Disney Plus, but it won't happen till like twenty twenty four or something. Mm. Because yeah, all Sony movies, all Sony. Marvel movies are mm. going to Netflix first for a year and yep. then they go to Disney Plus. Mm. So we'll see how it goes. But and one of the yeah. also confirmed um appearances for the new Spider Man was Charlie Cox as Daredevil. Is he confirmed? He was confirmed to be on set. Mm. Interesting. I don't know if he's going to be just is he going to be Daredevil or is he going to be um... I want I want him to be <laughs> Uh, just Matt Murdock, the lawyer. 
I, even if he's, if he's just Matt Murdock, the lawyer, it works for yeah. me because it means he's actually into the MCU. We can yeah. use you at some point. But that's the, um, I, I think that's one of the, another thing that's kind of confirmed as well. They they have they still have the rest of the people that were they, in the the they have series. Everyone they now, have yeah. them as the cast yeah. as well. The big, the, the big rumor I've heard is that they are looking at bringing them back, but they mm. will be slightly rebooted. Yeah, from what I've heard slightly. is that they're going to be the same people portraying but it's going to be a new story so it's not going to be the same they're going to pretend like they they never existed the netflix series didn't exist and they're going to um, if uh the netflix if the new ones can do the hand a bit better yeah that'd be good that would be be a bit better that'd That'd be a bit better but uh yeah i think we've rambled enough now i have definitely rambled too much i I have not even (laughs) i haven't even kept track of time i don't know how long we've been going for no neither do i but, uh, but yes thank you for listening to us ramble on um we were like this is going to be a short episode but it's obviously not thank you for joining yeah. us also um, you can catch us streaming now we stream fairly regularly we yeah. uh stream world war z which is just the most amount of fun i've had in <laughs> so a long time uh, yes. we have a good friend of ours joining us for that um kyle and karen have been streaming apex, apex. legends yeah yeah Kyle is doing uh, a wonderful job of streaming Apex. He's uh, doing a great job with Apex. Um, what else? Uh, we're planning on other little stream events. Like, yeah. Garen, you're planning on streaming at least a start anyway of Resident yep. Evil 8 when that comes out. I'm thinking yeah. of at least starting for a few streams of uh, Mass Effect Remastered when that's out uh, in a few weeks. So I'll be doing that. So there'll be plenty of things to watch and mm-hmm. see and play with us. I just quoted another podcast. Play and watch this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, podcast watching it's a bit amazing. Uh, <laughs> anyway, before we ramble on too <laughs> more longer, yeah. thanks for joining us. Um, you can catch us on Facebook, YouTube most weeks when we're not lazy, and again on Twitch as well, especially on Wednesdays when we have our regular Twitch stream. Um, thank you for joining in and catch us next time. Bye. Bye.